Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Crushing Depths, a D20 Modern real play podcast. I'm Paul, the GM for this campaign, as well as showrunner for the LTM Gaming Podcast. Last time, our heroes explored the rest of the facility they're in on North Brother Island. They found this sort of weird guy named Dell, who they handily defeated, just to realize that it wasn't necessarily the end of their encounter here. This time, they get into the battle with a Galf and an Overseer tree. We hope you enjoy. So did you guys so, want game tonight? Or? Sure. <laughs> or just talk about companions. <laughs> uh, Hold on. Aho. We'll see. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> wow, what does it even mean? Is that actually garlic or something? It's gross. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, we're gaming. Yeah, oh, eventually. Okay. Who's doing what now? I did not listen to the thing, so I didn't have time today. I don't know what I'm supposed to be aware of or so whatever. Here's, here's, I was, okay, has anyone, hmm, how can I do this? Well, I was going to say, anyway, has anyone listened to any of the recordings? Any part of it? No. No. God, no. I'll suck. I was going to say I'd give you a thousand XP bonus for it. You lie. Yes. <laughs> I haven't had a chance. Um, does anyone want to try and do a recap of last time? I can Actually, do a should be fairly one. easy. Yeah. We were in the hallway. Uh, Matt heard someone whistling. I went and blocked Lydia because I was worried that she was going to get shot because she wasn't going to move because Eric was unconscious. Did Steve and Matt wait just on the edges of the door so that way if someone walked through they could hi at no. shop shoot them. Matt, he wasn't the Russ was right in the middle of the hallway. Yeah. Well, I remember what I my plan was. <laughs> yeah, but so. everyone thought your plan sucked. <laughs> hey, you know what my plan did? My plan let me run and punch him and break his spleen. No, no. You ran and whiffed and then eventually punched him. Yeah. And broke his spleen. And so we managed to get everyone else out because then we had the key from the guy. Kidney, actually. What? I think it was his kidney. Okay, it was, fine. It was his kidney. I, I exploded his kidney. So then he had a key on him or his key was the key or his arm was the key. His arm was the key because we dragged his body around. It was his right. thumb. It was in his thumb. It was his arm. And didn't, so... didn't we cut off his thumb? No, you no. talked about it. You didn't have a knife. Yes, we did. We had the um, the all-purpose tool. You had a multi-tool. You never cut it off. TJ yeah. wanted to shoot his hand until it came apart. <laughs> yes, this is, I, I probably wouldn't consider that, but no. Um, we left the body downstairs because Russ was feeling some... Russ said it would be a good idea to go check things out upstairs. So I had a bad we, feeling about this. Yes. So we went upstairs. Uh, <laughs> we managed to get through a door. There was a long hallway, and someone came over like a loudspeaker and said, "Oh, keep coming! You're looking at the wrong way. You're almost there." Went inside. Uh, he had. There was a dude behind a desk. Uh, there was a. You, didn't uh, say, you said douche, right? I said dude. Shh. Douche. Uh, there was a what's it call it? Squidhead thing. Uh, mind flare. Elephant. You, did I? Did you say? You guys uh, keep in mind. You also left Lydia, Eric, and the crazy guy tied up in the basement. 
with True. the cells. At, yes. That's at where this they are. Point, yes. Yeah. I think yep. it's like it was like Pied Piper. Like our initial intent was just to find a way out or something. Then the doors got barred and we couldn't leave. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, ooh, stuff. New, new hallway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yes, that's true. As bef- we were going to go upstairs to scope things out, but when we got to the main floor, yes, all the windows and doors became barred, so we couldn't. But there leave. are no windows. Okay, all the doorways, which, by which I which mean, which is why they were already door- barred. <laughs> the one doorway. <laughs> all the one doorways got barred. Um, so, the two yeah. doorways are perfectly fine. But the but the two internal doorways perfectly fine. So uh, there was a mind flare that was trapped somehow. And it was a chick. Okay, a chick mind flare that was I'm trapped. Just somehow. clarifying. Nope, no, you. That's fine. And uh, we then had a skill challenge. Uh, I found an invisible wall and managed to break it somehow. And uh, no, that's not no, true. It's, there was a force field. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. With the, with the <laughs> pyramids. You yeah, know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, 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 it's Paul. Stealth. He role-played it. He said, here's an invisible wall, just like a mine. He punched right through it. Yeah. And then he just, did just the like fish. one of those underground... Whoa, 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 You guys can't see what I'm doing, so it doesn't make any sense. Um, so, and then we fought, and I I punched through his stomach and grabbed his spine and pulled it out. And uh, After I said, finish him. I was going to say. Now finish him! Um, but before that happened, he Whoopee. crooked his finger and made the mind flare break its own spine. And I believe we ended the session and there was a, uh, beholder tree, a beholder and like a tree a with tree. eye socks on it. A beholder, a beholder tree. That's what I just uh, said. I can send you guys now that I, I think as a beholder tree, it's a beholder tree. I just said I didn't realize there was such a thing. Yes. It's a beholder tree. So you walk in and you go, behold. My tree. The tree's awfully small, TJ. Can we get through one session without like us insulting each other's penis ass? <laughs> Unpossible. <laughs> Unpossible. Oh, I probably shouldn't oh. put the real name on there, but that's okay. That's <laughs> okay. My wife's an overseer at our church. And I'm an underfeeler. <laughs> also at your church. <laughs> Best damn church around. Stop cheating. The only thing I want to add to the... I was telling Steve, I actually went through and kind of made a timeline based on the stuff that happened and figured out exactly when we gamed and stuff. Just so everyone knows, so Leo was abducted on July 5th. That's when we started. And it is now July 10th. Can you type that? What? Why do you need me to type it? Because you're the DM. That's your job. (laughs) But it's not a name or anything. I did realize listening to the the recordings that there's a there's some sections where we're obviously typing stuff that's relevant and it's like okay. Is that communicated? <laughs> well no idea what's also, going on. So yeah, next time we'll the voiceover. Leo was abducted on July fifth. <laughs> it is now July tenth. 
And yeah, go. I, I think the spontaneous bunches of laughter when Matt types something really hilarious. Yeah, yeah. That's when you'll get it. Oh, so you're missing my comedic gold? I wouldn't say <laughs> we're missing your comedic gold. <laughs> comedic, comedic tin. Com- com- comedic aluminum. That's more useful. <laughs> it can be, can be recycled and used again and again. Aluminium. Yes. So, you guys are... I will describe the scene again for you. You are... So, TJ... And just FYI, guys, Paul made it harder because TJ did too well. So, TJ, stop doing criticals because that makes sense. No, I, I, I didn't. No, I, I honestly explained to totally Paul. Joke. I didn't make anything harder than what it was going to be from the beginning. So all the stuff we fight in the future will be hard. True. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so you guys, TJ punched Dell. He kind of flew backwards off the desk that he was standing on at the end of that fight. Do uh, we know his name? Because that sounds familiar. And he, he told, no, us, he told us, but did, did Dell ever introduce himself as Dell? Right. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I feel like he didn't. I, I he feel like did. he did. Yeah. Like some, like one of us said, "Who are you?" or something crazy, and he said, "I'm Dell," but the, he left it at that. Yeah, I think all he told you was his name was Dell, and that was it. Yeah. Adele. Yes, Adele. No. Oh, okay. So he could have had it all. Hmm. I got gotcha. you. So he flew backwards. Well, didn't he almost have it all? He hit the wall behind, and the wall slid aside, like seventy-five percent of the wall. Um, in the middle section. So there's a little bit lip on either side, but it's a very wide door. Um, like he touched it in like as a capacitive response, the door, the wall parted. All you yeah, saw it's, was it's they like hit a, the wall and it opened. It's like the, okay. the Star Trek. And through this, you guys are standing essentially on one side of the desk in this, you recall it's like all white room. Um, except for the desk, basically, and the stuff from the bloody mind flare. And the, you're looking sort of into a courtyard, which is a extensively manicured garden. Uh, so there are little paths, little stone paths, and little shaped shrubberies, and <laughs> flowers all over the place. Um, the shrubbery. The, say, it's a square courtyard. The, Outer five feet of it is all path with a roof over, like a little um, angled roof. And there's a low, say, three-foot-tall wall before you get into the actual outside part of the courtyard. So there's this kind of little um, covered walkway that rings the entire courtyard. The overseer, I'll just call it that, the rubbery-mouthed tree with eyes. Um is essentially in the center of the courtyard in, like, what is clearly a round, you know, edged with stone place that looks like it's built for that thing, okay? And there is the beholder floating around. The little ones. Aren't they small? Are they? they No, there was one. Oh, I missed that. That's what you said, right, Paul? There's one beholder? Well, there's... So the tree has 13 eye stalks. Right, has uh, eye stalks on it. All of its branches, has 13 branches, all of its branches end in an eye. Floating around in the courtyard is also, I get to it, I can tell you the description. Beholder? 
I don't want to say that because technically it's not a beholder. Well, okay, there's a flo- but there is a single. There is floaty a floating ball. thing that looks like a beholder. Yes. Okay, what size is it though? Like That's basketball. Uh, uh, gonna, yeah. Beach ball, golf ball. If it was that small, be a beholder kin. Well, everything. No, it wouldn't because it's not kin. a beholder. There's like. Or a donut hole. It is medium size. So normal beholders are large. This is a bit smaller than a normal beholder. But you guys don't know the difference, so. Right. Well, we know the difference. Our characters don't. Right. I don't. <laughs> How do but you no not one's... know, like, the most, cu- like, one of the most hallmark monsters for D&D? Because I never it's been... had a monster manual that I, like, went through, like, religiously. Just, oh, like, because it's been lawyered out of everything else, and yeah, he's followed everything else. Okay, so a normal beholder is eight feet wide. This is four feet wide. And it has six eye stalks. And does it look unhappy with us? When we ended last time, it was at the point where the door opened. You see this scene, and as you're standing there, the little floating beholder turns and glares at you, and all one by one, all the little branches with their eyes flip and point at you. To say, hey, how's it going? (laughs) To say, thank God you finally killed that monster. <laughs> Let us give you treasure. I don't know if you guys also recall that Dell's head changed. Changed into a lizard. Well, a lizard? Thing. No. His his forehead opened up and he had a single eye. Mm, I remember. His mouth opened. His head turned into kind of essentially a mini beholder. So a very small version without eye stalks of what you're seeing floating around in the courtyard. He had his his, his mouth sort of dropped open like a snake, I think is what I said, probably TJ. Oh, uh-huh. that's probably what I'm remembering. And he had lots of needly pointy teeth and he was drooling everywhere. So, yeah. All okay. right, so rolling initiative. Okay. Uh, I'm asking. <laughs> what do you guys want to do? I mean, they're just looking at you. You have, say, ten seconds. Do you want to run away? Well, I can do both the things I was planning on doing <laughs> and running away. Okay. How, how big How big is the doorway, Paul? How wide is it open? Yes. We'll say it's like three doors put together. Okay. So I can't look at it and be like, oh, well, at least those things can't get through the door. The, oh, no. Well, you don't know about that. what kind of... If the tree can move, it's got tentacles. You don't know if it's attached anywhere, but the floating eyeball could definitely fit through. Yeah, and that was sort of yeah, that was sort of my thing. Like, is it a standard doorway? Because then I would maybe even like take my time and hedge the guess that it couldn't fit through. <laughs> I'm um, going to get out my six demon or six, seven demon bag. Okay. Well, let's everyone roll initiative. You didn't tell. What's the seventh thing, Paul? I didn't tell you. You don't know. But they're all labeled, apparently. It has a rune on it that looks like it's like an X with a line, a longer line going vertically down through it. <laughs> Do I throw the ones I know or the ones I don't know? I'll I'll wait. For, I don't know. Uh, I'm still rooting. It could for the be the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Well. If they take out the beholder. So. Just so you know, Matt, there is a, a 
and I'm sure this has already been told to you, but there is an actual magical item called the duct tape of repair. So mm-hmm. I, I pray that Paul At some gives point that they find some. Yes. You, you told him about that the last time I told you where the six demon bag was. I know. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so you would know these things if you listen to the recording. Probably know this. I probably know these things if I listen to you, but pff, screw that. That's true. Okay, so Steve, go ahead. Oh, I get to go. No, you get to roll. Nobody's even told me their initials oh. yet. Oh. All right. 19. Eleven. Let's not do all. Twenty. And I think it's twenty. Thirteen. Wait. It's eleven. It might be higher than twenty. Oh, you guys suck. I'm hoping I get the crappy rolls out of the way early like that. Yeah, that's why I'm really happy I rolled the 19. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you sure it's 20, Steve? It's more than that. No, I don't know. <laughs> Stop asking me. <laughs> it's uh, 25, actually. Great. I'm glad you know. Um, Matt, what was yours? 13. Ah. Did I tell you I determined that the uh, die I gave TJ was my lucky one? Oh, no, you didn't just like go out and buy one for him. No, I gave him one of the. I gave him the one I never used because it rolled like garbage for me. But I think it just being in the bag made all the other ones roll better. It sucked <laughs> out all the bad from the. It, it was like so that's why like TJ did well last time. Sucked the poison out of the other guys. Well, the last two sessions, the two sessions ago, TJ had an almost critical, and this session, the last session, he had an actual critical. Yeah, and last time I was rolling garbage. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, well, my TJ also or Steve fun. fumbled like three times. Twice. Yeah. Twice. Well, you dropped your gun once. Yeah, but I mean, like, I rolled two, like, two distinct actions in a row. I rolled ones. Yeah. My power grows. <laughs> Do you still have? Didn't I give you a big chrome D twenty mat? Yes. When I just oh okay, I did. Yes, I do that. Yeah, it's it's on my mantle. I don't roll it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it would probably it would probably break my desk. <laughs> if you it, have injury. I definitely have little divots in my one table. Because <laughs> I didn't know, like I'm just like, oh sure, I'll roll this. And now, like, if you get down and, and the lights right, you'd be like, oh, those weren't there before. But the good news is that's my. Uh, if a burglar ever tries to get in, I'm gonna grab that and huck it at him because we're gonna know what hits him. <laughs> and then I'm gonna tell the police, look for the guy with the imprint of like a, like a uh, small triangular shape with a number imprint on their like forehead. <laughs> well, hopefully you hit him with the pointy end of the D4. Well, I just have the twenty. Oh, you only have one? The big chrome one? Yeah. It's oh, that's not what I have. No. Well, I, have the, I have the little the, the little metal ones. I tried to Sorry, find that a chrome set, and I could not. Uh, the only the chrome thing yeah. I could find was the D, it was a big D20, so that's what he got. How big is it? Uh, About the size of the light-up ones that TJ <gasps> That's got. huge. That's what I'm saying. If I hit a guy with that, yeah. he's going to probably hit him. Except, of course, you were a soccer player, so we're just going to hear the smash of a window when the burglar comes in. It'll get Maybe that'll attention. scare him away, though. I forgot about I'll the light-up ones. i got to get that out. I'll use it like a brass knuckle, then. How can you... You forgot about it? Well, it's too big to keep in my bag of dice, so it sits in the bottom of my gaming bag. But um, it's also too big for my bag of dice as well, but... Vanessa, you are first. All right, we're going to whip out... The Stone of Thunder. Okay. What does that do? Um, it can be hurled up to 60 feet. So it's a ranged attack. Yep. Exploding at any point within the range as they designated by the possessor. 
It has a 15-foot burst radius of energy, in this case, uh, sonic concuss- concussion energy, and it deals 5d6 points of damage or a reflex save of 15 for half. Okay. So so make- yeah, go ahead and make your range tag. 14. Where are you trying to throw it? Uh, so that it just gets the tree and the, the okay. floater. You can get both of them if you manage to hit. Okay. If you throw well, it at the tree. Yeah, it's just, uh, it would be high enough up that, you know, like it wouldn't, it wouldn't be such a radius that it would be too underneath of it. Yeah. 17. Okay, you hit. Yay! 5d6. Oh wait, you gotta make the reflex save for, go, half. Half. That's not bad. 10, 16, 19. It's sonic concussion. Uh, does anything bad happen if I roll a 1 on a reflex save? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It crashes off the building? How does a tree even have a reflex save? That doesn't make sense. That's why it rolled a 1. Well, it's That's not true. really a tree. That's true also. What is the save against? You just have to beat a 15. Oh. My enemies need to get better. That's terrible. Okay. They both uh, get completely ca- caught in the blast. All I'm thinking of is minus the, uh, well, no, it's basically an N-bomb. Yeah. <laughs> an N-bomb? Yeah. <laughs> That's not appropriate, Steve. So this. Uh, oh, shut up, TJ. What? Hey, Paul laughed too. I don't get it. I was laughing at the N-bomb. Yeah, he thinks, he's talking about the swear word, because he's an idiot, instead of the thing that we loved and cherished so much, which is Perfect Dark. Oh. Uh, yeah. Because no, only idiots call them, like, blank bombs. Especially N-bomb? What the hell says that? I don't know. <laughs> TJ, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Hobos. <laughs> Guys with the uh, neck tattoos. <laughs> Yeah, so the, this uh, concussive sonic energy blasts both of them. The tree sort of, the you know, as it hits it, the branches like curl up a little bit into more of a defensive posture. The floating beholder just like flips over once in the air, um, <laughs> but it's definitely back staring at you, and it is going to. One of the eyes is going to swivel towards one of the eye stalks. Swivel on the tree. Uh, no, no. This is the the beholder's turn. Okay. Um, swivels at Vanessa, and sort of this shimmery, almost glitter, rainbow glitter, wavy line comes out of the eye at Vanessa. <gasps> is it Gem, the eighties cartoon? <laughs> <laughs> is it outrageous? Do, 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 do. Make a will save. Yes. 25, suck it, eye stalk. You uh, start to get a little sleepy, but you manage to snap yourself out of it. Ah, jerk. What are you looking at? Is it in the modern book? No, it's I... in the monster manual. But that, oh. No, I don't want to tell you what I'm looking at. <laughs> <laughs> we could help you. Well, you just told me that it's in the monster manual, so that limits it. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't tell you which one. No, no, he did. He said the monster manual, because I know for Paul he would have been specific. He would have said, oh, monster manual true. too, so... <laughs> I just gotta pop into my copy and I'll look for 
I'm not gonna like exploit it, Paul. When have I? When have we ever been the types to to do that? Yeah. Okay. Every it's actually time. a gauth or whatever the hell that thing is. Oh, it's just it. a small one. It's the small one. How the hell do you spell it's that? G a u t h. But uh, it's under the. Oh, oh, there it is. It's in the beholder section. Yeah, it's I just need. I was thinking about that. Do more than one at a time, but in uh in Baldur's Gate two, the goths were the little green ones, and the beholders were the big kind of fleshy colored ones. Anyway, it's gonna definitely use its stunning gaze. Out of the central eye. So, well, yeah. hold on, no, hold on. None of us are gay. <laughs> <laughs> so we all pass. <laughs> the, uh, I beat you to it, man. Sorry. I know. <laughs> central eye uh, just stares at Russ, and you you feel this psychic battering against your mind. You also have to roll a will save. Uh oh, that's a bad thing. Well, that's a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, ten. Okay, that's not good. Telling you, rolling horribly. No, no, no! You're getting the bad ones out of the way now. Yeah. You can shoot while drunk. Would you like to add a d6 to your total, Matt? Uh, I'll save it for now. Okay. You needed you needed an eleven. <laughs> yeah, so probably. <laughs> Russ is completely stunned for this round. You're going to lose your turn. Okay. And now it's Russ's turn, and he stands there dazed, okay. or actually stunned, technically. Mm-hmm. And now, Sal, you're up. Just to be very clear, you didn't tell us before specifically that the um, mind flare was dead, right? You said that it looked like like it arched its back, and we heard a cracking noise. You yes, it's definitely not dead because just before it died, if you recall, it a, a chunk of psychic blast whipped right past Sal and took a chunk out of the tree. So the reason I was asking is because even though there is this thing outside. Sort of after what happened previously, Cell wants to go up and check on the Mind Flare. Okay. So it's, not, it's actually not a bad idea. Even if she's dead, if she wasn't dead, it's possible like for her to do something. So Cell is going to turn tail and no. go into the corner of the room. I'm going to go to oh. the opposite corner of the room from where I was. Okay. Because that's where it was the at. Other and I'm just... Sure. And I'm going to... Uh, the two-dimensional room. Yes, in the two-dimensional room, I'm going to go to the other corner. Um, and I'm just going to see if I can, you know, get it to sit up and... Well, okay, for one thing, it's, if you recall, it's tied backwards yeah, over a, like, over a, like, lima bean-shaped... Metal thing. Right. It's it's in the it's in the funny chair, but I thought like he did something to like make it bend back super far, so I was going he to try and like put it, it in a comfortable back. position the other way. Oh god. Roll a uh, <sighs> Roll a treat injury check, TJ, to see if this would go. be a good idea. <laughs> wait, wait, I wanna see so, if I have it. Someone might have a neck injury. If let's make him do calisthenics. I have no ranks and I have no bonus. I feel comfortable making that roll. Hope I'm never injured in TJ's presence and he tries to help me out. Paul, oh, your leg Paul, looks broken. A... Let me bend it because that's what you're <laughs> supposed to do. Let me pull on it. Does it hurt when I do this? I rolled a two. Yeah, okay. You think it'd be a great idea. Okay. <laughs> right, just I'm try to did... bend it back up. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, I just, I want to try and well, lift her up, as you get, and I want to see if it, if she looks conscious. She's definitely unconscious when you get there. As you okay. grab her and pull her back up, she wakes up, 
and roll a will save, actually. Roll a will save. That is correct. And I just, I, I'm saying it out loud because I need to be saying it while I'm looking for it because I have to move my sheet because I don't have it printed out, so I'm just searching on Excel. Uh, will. 13. Um, Which well, means I don't save. <laughs> Why does that mean you don't save? Because I thought it's a 15. Anyway, it's fine. TJ, add an action point. No, no, it's fine. Um, TJ, you hear in your mind some horrible screaming and profanities. Oh, God, oh, God, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> what the hell are you doing? And then she clearly passes out from the pain. Okay. And I, I, I gently lower her back to where she was. That sounds right. Please tell me you cop to feel, because that's what Sal would do. I don't even know. No, probably not. So no, you, we know she's female. I know. Salsa has standards. Uh-huh. It's Her female. That's like what I just said. Yeah, but isn't this the mermaid discussion? Which half do you want to be human? The bottom half, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> why, oh, why couldn't the fish half have been the top half? <laughs> I don't know, Paul. You're a boob guy. I know, but... Could you be- could you be content with just boobs? I could, yeah. See? You can do so much with the top half. You're going to be sad if you actually get your wife pregnant. <laughs> Why? <I'm> serious. <laughs> well, they'll get bigger. Yeah. I mean, you're. it's a little hard to gauge with other women because my wife is not chesty at all. But I imagine that if anything stays true, they'll at least be engorged, like, bigger. But that means you can't play with them anymore. Oh, that's not true at all. <laughs> you just have to not care what your wife feels. Yes. <laughs> or no, no, it's not just what they feel like. Do you want to be drinking breast milk? Because you can, I suppose. I I intend to try it. <laughs> Except warm milk is gross. You have to be in the fridge for a while. <laughs> No, warm milk is good. It helps put you to sleep. There's nothing, nothing sexier than warm milk during <laughs> sex. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be during sex. Oh, hey, honey, I'm thirsty. Come here. No, but I, okay. <laughs> Assume <weirdo>. cow position. <laughs> no, it would be like... It's all being recorded, too. <laughs> Someday we're going to be like, listen, listen, this is what Paul wants to do. <laughs> Yep, Rebecca will have to pump at some point, I'm assuming. Uh, so we will have it in our fridge. So I'll try it. <laughs> when, I'm, when it's chilled, so it's not warm because it's gross then. <laughs> then I'll have some because I'm thirsty. I'll put that it on my cereal. Most men would normally be like, well, if I accidentally try it, accidentally try it. But Paul's like, nope, I'm stealing food from my baby. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you stealing your child's food? Well, I want to try breast milk. Ew! I mean, you can try it now. Just go find a pregnant lady. Just walk up to her and be like, excuse me. Yeah, that'd go over well. Hey. We'll be bailing him out of prison. It's nothing to do with sex, but I want to suck on your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh. 
Yeah, so, uh, whose turn is it anyway? <laughs> Sal just took your turn. Who's Steve insisted that I drink squid face milk. No, I what? Said, I just, no, I insisted that you would feel her up because you would. Sal might. Oh. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, the, so now it is, Sal, that was Sal's turn. The yep. overseer tree points a couple of its eyes at first at Vanessa. You do re- Wait, are we eventually going to fight an elder brain when we're like epic level? Because that'd be awesome. <laughs> I can't say no. Thank you. Good. Um, you don't count as a monster, huh? Was my, one of my favorite things to fight in Baldur's Gate 2. Okay. Roll a will save. God damn it. Uh, this is a, out of this eye swirls a it's kind of a twirling looks like almost barbed wire ethereal barbed wire that's twirling around itself pointed at you oh super 21 <laughs> damn it or Steve yeah you didn't fail it's the best it's the best save I have you it's, can't it's also going to oh see here we go mhm what? I'm shoot a fireball. But I can't do anything against a fireball. I'll just die. <laughs> no, it's going to... Another of its eyes swings at Russ. TJ's lucky he walked out of the initial range. And instead of a sort of ethereal effect coming out of this one, um, just jagged lightning shoots out at Russ. Oh, awesome. That's way worse than regular lightning. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I need a reflex save. Uh, You're good at that, I'm, though. I mean, I'm good at that, but do I have to point out the fact that I was stunned? No, you... you that, do, I, do I still get one? I think you still get one. Okay. Stunned. Well, um, I can look it up. I won't, I won't say no, then. Uh, <laughs> hold on. No, you shouldn't have said anything. Yes, Matt. Uh. Yeah, Paul, don't look it up. Well, let's just let's just go with. Let's just go. Uh, can... Let's just assume everything's super. <laughs> Where did you find it, even, Matt? I pulled it up on the D twenty SRD that Hypertext one. Oh, that's what I was using for most of the effects. Yeah, it says stun creature drops everything held, can't take actions, minus two penalty to AC, and loses Dex bonus to AC if any. That doesn't wow. affect your reflex save, though. It doesn't. It just says I can't take an action. So <laughs> you didn't, though. You missed your action, so you're fine. Right. And drops everything. So you drop your guns. Okay. It's a good thing I, w- I wasn't holding all of them. You're stunned until your next turn. But yeah, you still get your reflex, apparently. Then I got a 19. Yeah, you can also add a thing if you think a 19's not enough. Oh, I'm just going to mention it every time, because otherwise... Did not hear Matt's result. One niner. Oh. 19. Yeah, that's... Um, you take... You think you managed to miss most of the electrical charge. Okay. This is too complicated. Why did I choose these things? <laughs> Note to self. When I do it, do easy yeah. things. Yeah. You fight a hobgoblin. A midget with a knife comes up to you. No, midgets... Midget is a different class. He's got a higher armor class. Than... <laughs> He's considered small. You know, yeah. I, I was actually—I oh, yeah. had a dream last night where I was confused. It's like, okay, 
in this world, we refer to short people, or in the past, as dwarves. So, would those people in a fantasy context, what would they be referred to as? Okay, I'm sorry, Matt, you did not dodge the lightning. It just slams into your chest. Okay. I was looking at the wrong thing. I don't get it, Steve. Dwarves are clearly a race. Midgets are clearly a medical condition. I know, but I'm saying we call them dwarves. No, Even you if- call them dwarves. I call them midgets. In in fantasy context, in days of old, that's what they would have been referred to as. This is a fantasy context I'm referring to. Okay. You take 18 damage. Oh, shit. That would kill me. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good thing I'm a gunslinger now. And now yeah. it is Vanessa's turn again. I'm mad. Oh, okay. It doesn't, it doesn't mean anything functionally, but I'm mad. So I'm going to shoot it. Okay. Uh, specifically the eyeball creature, not the not the tree. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's probably a failure. A six. That is definitely a failure. Which means I'm not going to be using an action point. <laughs> Vanessa just closes her eyes, points the gun in a random direction, and pulls the trigger. Oh, that seems 100% accurate. <laughs> that was 100% accurate, I would have hit it. No, I meant... His portrayal. It's got to be your bull. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the Galf is going to point another of its eyes at Vanessa. Damn. I can only, only dodge so many saving throws. Eventually it's going to catch up to me. This one is a fortitude save. Oh, that's way worse. Let's see. All right. Ugh. Hey! 20. Hey, you... Uh, this was a swirling bit of chains headed your way, and oh. they just plink against some invisible force and uh, dissipate. Wait, for a minute, you felt like for a minute you felt like you might not be able to move, but you you shake it off again. Oh, super! <laughs> but the uh, the central eye stays focused on Russ and again attempts to stun him. Don't do it. Psychic wave <laughs> headed Russ's way, so go ahead and roll another will save, Russ. Uh, Wish we had some grenades, don't you think? <laughs> Why didn't you throw another demon thing? I because I feel like if I use them all in this session, oh. you're just gonna keep throwing harder crap at me. <laughs> it don't, well, you, still, like, you have to be alive for the next session in order to use it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna take out everything but the last one and just hurl <laughs> like I'm skipping stones across a lake. So I'll get fire, ice, acid. They will all negate each other. The fire just. Melts the ice and dissipates. <laughs> the water dissolves the acid. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to shoot water. 16. That's enough. Ooh. Russ, you know, fortifies himself and stands firm. He's, uh, but your gun's still on the ground. I, I can't help it because I just got electrified. <laughs> <laughs> so I get, a, I get to take a turn. It is uh, now Russ's turn, correct. Hmm. You can pick up your guns. They're not close enough to get attack of opportunity. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm... As per your question, Matt, um, it would be the same. Your email question. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. I figured, but I just wanted to, didn't want to assume too much. Oh. Yeah, I'll, can I pick up my guns and uh, move to take cover behind the desk? Okay. <laughs> I should have thought of that. 
I do the you're second, like kneeling uh, down behind the desk. Yeah. Smart. Uh, the thing that gunslingers do second best. Hide. Hide. <laughs> apparently, take cover. I actually get it as a like a bonus later on. Nice. Really? I, I get an extra amount to what I would get as cover. Are you trying to? Cover. I mean, are you trying to put yourself in a position where you can see what's happening, or you just don't care? You're going to hide completely. I'm just going to hide completely this time around. Okay. So. So that was your. You picked up your guns and and then rolled and hid. Rolled into a covering position behind the desk. Yes. Uh, Sal, it's your turn. How cool. <clears throat> the the floaty thing is closer to us than the tree thing, right? Uh, a little bit. The courtyard is about like maybe sixty feet across. The tree is in the dead center of that, and then the floaty eye thing is sort of slowly. It got blown backwards by Vanessa's first sonic grenade, um, but it's sort of slowly floating towards you. Not enough that it's actually doing a move action, um, but it's just kind of bobbing towards you, uh, maybe like three quarters of the way to the tree. Okay. Off to your, be off to your left of the tree. So, I just looked at something that doesn't make very much sense. Would you be willing to take two seconds to explain something to me? I, we could take more than that. On my sheet, on ranged weapon one, it says that my total attack bonus is three. It's your dex bonus plus your base attack bonus. It's six. Right. So, I mean, I I, I don't want to go fiddling with the sheet too much, but, like, is that three something I just typed in, or is that supposed to be formulaic? Are you looking at the sheet that I just sent out, or an old one? (laughs) This is, I think, the one that you sent out last time. Which has I, my class level. I just emailed you guys a correct one. What? Oh, sorry. Didn't I? Week. Maybe I forgot to attach it. Didn't I, did I not attach it? I I got one. That's why I sent you the thing about I found where the skill point errors were. Yeah. I totally sent it out in the gaming oh. September. I sent it on September 11th. I didn't even look to see. I, I'm so... Uh, I don't normally look for attachments, so I didn't even pay attention. The little paperclip tells you there's one. Where's the paperclip? <laughs> well, alternatively, if you're in the email thread, it's up by the day. Oh, there it is. There it is. No, your ranged attack bonus is six, TJ. Okay. I, I assumed it was six, but I was seeing the three, and I was like, do I have a detriment for some reason that I didn't know of? Okay. When you're, when you're looking fine. at the sheet, if the square is gray, that means it's a formula. If it's white, right. that means there's no calculation happening. I left the uh, attack total attack bonuses empty um, in case there was some bonus from a special weapon or something else right. that would be in the notes that I couldn't calculate. So you have to no. enter those yourself, or I do. Yeah. But. Like I said, that is what I figured, and I assumed that I was just sitting there and it hadn't updated because I... I hadn't updated it, but I just, before I did my roll, I wanted to check. So, anyway, the whole purpose of that is that I'm going to shoot at the uh, floaty thing, since okay. that one's closer. So, just to be clear, I can delete any previous versions be- beyond what I just have now. That is exactly correct. That is what I will do, because then I will have no other ones to possibly look at. Uh, I'm going to use an action point. Good job, TJ. I'm going to do a different action point so that wouldn't just run underneath the bed. <laughs> hey, what room are you in? 
Uh, I am in the back bedroom. Aren't they both bedrooms? So there's the upstairs master bedroom. There's the yeah. upstairs front bedroom that looks out at the road, and there's the upstairs back bedroom. Oh, the one that uh, Austin and that girlfriend were making out in. Yes. <laughs> and uh, watching the watching the motorcycles drive through your yard. No, they came back. Did we they? Them. Did you hit them with a rock? <laughs> like I told you to. Someone <laughs> called the sheriff, and so the sheriff came looking for them. Good. Yes. Yeah. Next time, hit them with a rock, and then bury them in the in your big fire pile. Now, man, you so can't we go talking about hit them with a rock too. All of a sudden, they're dead from being hit with a rock <laughs> because Kill they're them. driving too fast. On, <laughs> they're driving so fast on their little motorcycle. Oh. <laughs> See, man, how come this doesn't apply when kids are jumping on your your kids' like swing set? Hit him with a rock, bury him somewhere in the neighborhood. Because they don't have a big enough rock. <laughs> or a wood chipper. Or a wood chipper. Or a wood chipper. Or a big pile to go bury them in. Yes. I think you just put so, in, like barbecue sauce on them. You take your shot. I took my shot. My total is a uh, 17. And that's after your six. That's a nine on the twenty plus a two from the action point plus a six from my total or for my bonus. Oh, that misses still. It's just sort okay. of it almost you shoot and it just sort of tilts to the side a little bit and the bullet goes right past. Sweet. I have to take away Not action points. Done and done. And now it's the tree's turn. So Sal's oh. just kind of standing there, correct? If by standing there, well, he probably had to move to be more in line with the doorway because to shoot through it. But I guess if he could have just shot where he was on that. But no, he's not like taking cover or anything. He moved so that he could get a shot and then he shot. It's kind of dumb. I don't know. As far as he knows, it's just like, eh, look, these guys are just shooting. And I went and talked to this person. Now I'm shooting at the dude. I think it's very much in character. It's, it's simple. Another eye tilts towards Sal from the tree, and this uh, black wave emanates out from it. It's sort of a smokiness. Make a will save, Sal. Woohoo! Oh, fourteen. <laughs> you can add. You can add, TJ. No. He can. What? What? Were you Were you saying I could add? Like, why did I say woohoo and then boo? Never mind. Keep going. <laughs> uh, so you are you are filled with a crushing despair. You now have a minus two penalty on all your attack rolls, saving throws, ability checks, and skill checks, and damage rolls. Sweet. So instead of twenty five damage, you do twenty three. Uh, if he ever gets close enough to punch. I see your. I see, I'll play your game, you rogue. <laughs> the the tree is actually also going to sort of squishily pull itself with his tentacles about five feet closer to you guys. It's, it's mouths, it's three little, uh, well, big mouths on the bottom just kind of snap as it moves towards you, hungrily. So it's now how far away? Um, it'd be like 25 feet away now. And just to be clear, the desk is still between us and it? Yes. Okay. There's like the desk, and then five feet, and then the door to the outside, and then another... Uh, 25 feet. So I guess it's actually 30 feet from you. But. Wait, it's 30 feet now, or it's no, it's 30 feet. It's 30 feet now because there's okay. five feet of interior yeah. still. Got it. 
So now it is Vanessa's turn. I'll try shooting again. Uh, what are you shooting at? Uh, the, the floaty guy. Okay. I rolled a nine. Um, or so I should say I, I achieved a nine. The 12? You do not hit. No, no. I rolled. No, the total is nine. The total is not 12. Oh. <laughs> That's why I said I achieved a nine, because it's my Vanessa's goal. Vanessa's just standing there still with her eyes closed. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not just standing there. I'm using cover. <laughs> so it's more like I'm just putting the gun up over the top of the desk and firing. <laughs> okay. So you're also behind the desk now. Well, we've all been behind the desk. That's why. But I was you're going to crouch down next. I mean, down I never really explicitly not... said it before. Yes, but now I am. Yes. So okay. I crouch down. Gun goes over. I squeeze off around. It's terribly, terribly placed. Yeah. And I say, "We need to come up with something better than this." <laughs> the sales just kind of standing there. <laughs> hey, hey, he he made his bed. <laughs> and so Sal is going to be the. So just to be clear, Paul. I'm. Like, all that would be exposed is my hand. Because I feel like if I'm not yeah. looking at them, they can't do much to me. They can't see you. And uh, that's probably why I would shoot with my eyes closed anyway. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, again, the the eye tilts towards Sal from the floating thing, and the rainbow glitter stream shoots out at him. So go ahead and roll a <gasps> will save. Matt, do you get what's going on here? He's covering him with rainbow so that he's gay, and mm-hmm. then he can stun him. With the gaze. With the gaze. <laughs> Another will save, you said, Paul? That is true. So minus one for will. Minus two. No, I have a one, so minus two is minus uh-huh. one. Okay. Your will save is one? That's what it says. Oh. So I didn't. I did not beat that will save at all. <laughs> with my well, tell me five. what your result is. My result is a four. Okay. No, you do not. Don't uh, waste an action point. Die with them. <laughs> so so the, the way you guys see this, uh, Russ and Vanessa are hiding behind the desk. Salas is st- standing behind the desk, just standing like he's Superman impervious or something. Um, all of a sudden, this um, glitter rainbow stream comes over the desk, hits Sal right in the middle of the head. He drops right behind you and starts snoring. He's clearly asleep. Oh, good. Now you guys can't... You can't see what's happening beyond the desk now. Thanks for listening to the LTM Gaming Podcast. You can find us online at ltmgaming.com, on Twitter at ltmgaming, or reach us via email at podcast at ltmgaming.com. (laughs) We love to hear your thoughts and questions. As always, we do appreciate any five-star ratings you like to leave on iTunes, and tune in next week for the next installment of The Crushing Deaths.
Okay, game session. <laughs> September 14th, 2012. Now you can stop shutting up. Edit point. Me! <laughs> <laughs> Next time you do that, I refuse to shut up. <laughs> I'll be like, 1954! <laughs> I can't I'm, fully I'm, endorse the teleporter. I'm really okay with being part fly if it means I can transport myself from location to location without going through the intervening space. <laughs> you might want to consider that again. I, I watched that movie. That means you would also be Jeff Goldblum. That's that's also bad, I suppose. But part Jeff, Jeff Goldblum was watching you poop. <laughs> the only part I've seen is uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. the letter to my Let's friend. <laughs> no, no, two is a number. I can even redirect. <laughs> they, they, man, you know how much this SNL celebrity jeopardies have influenced my opinion of the actual celebrity. <laughs> Probably more so wait, than they wait, should. Who they were acting like? You're not, you're not necessarily any more for David Duchovny. You just are possibly more against Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, that's, that's <laughs> like I was fairly didn't know much about Jeff Goldblum until they skewered him on there. And I was like, oh, man, that guy's an idiot. <laughs> All I know is that I love Burt Reynolds. 